This episode of the Aqua Minority is brought to you by GoDaddy. Whether you have a new idea or established business, the key to success online starts with a great donor name. Because we love you, Aqua Misfits, we want to give you 30% off your order. So go to trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority and start ruling the internet. Again, that's trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority. Say 30%. Now let's start the show. All right. Ready. Hello, welcome to the Awkward Minority Podcast, episode 59. I am one of your hosts, Lady Godiva, and with me, our host, our very and only singer on this podcast, Jesus Shuttlesworth, aka Mark Jacobs. Hey, I felt, I felt, I feel like, I feel like I should have been singing, but I just want to confess something real quick. These are my confessions. I interviewed okay. Usher twice in my life. And we shook hands, and he gave me, like, a bro hug. At that moment, he did not disclose to me that he had herpes. So I would like to come here today to say that he should have let me know that he had herpes. That way, I could have made the decision whether or not I wanted to hug this man. Because he put me at risk, and everybody else, and I'm bullshitting, I'm bullshitting. Yo, what the hell is going on in this world right now? But anyway, how y'all doing today? Welcome to the Aqua Minority Podcast. If you're listening, make sure that you share it on all social media. That is Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and wherever else you consume social media. Use hashtag the Aqua Minority to join in on this conversation and get upcoming news about everything that is the Aqua Minority. <laughs> Yo, but, but for, for real, how you hold a press conference? About Usher, about you sleeping with Usher, and you don't even have herpes. Like, what was the point? They went crazy. Like, <laughs> crazy. like I, like I know we're not that podcast, but this is just so crazy of a scenario that I couldn't, I couldn't pass it up. I know everywhere you look, it's some a joke about him. Like, so mad. I'm that meme that they have. He went from. Chili to chillin'. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Yo. <laughs> I feel so bad for this woman because she, cause she, she set herself up for this shit. You made it, first of all, you made, you had a press conference, baby girl. You had a press conference announcing that you don't have herpes. Like what kind of, you, I guess she was trying, I guess she was trying to let people know. Because now I'm starting to believe she actually didn't have sex with um Archer, not because of her, not because of her being her or whatever people trying to say, but because of the fact that you was just hours before the press conference, you was joking with your friends on Twitter, so you was leaving all kind of paper trails about how you, oh, you you about to, you know, you ain't about to be the same person in the after this press conference. Like you thought you was about to come up on a grip, but you need to have herpes. So what was the point? That is so messed up. In in less than a day, people have like destroyed his name. <laughs> now nah, fuck that. People have destroyed her. Like she came here for the bag. She tried to secure that bag, and they destroy. Like they shouldn't. They destroy her in a way they shouldn't destroy her. But still, all in all, you lied, girl. So you whatever fire flame coming towards you, you des- you ask for that one. Cause I'm st- I'm still I'm still listening to Usher. 
That is so but Ursha gotta stop letting people. He gotta stop letting. He he gotta stop burning people. Though. That's crazy, Ursha. You know you got you know you got herpes. You gotta disclose this shit, man. Man, they've been on men a lot lately. Yeah, they have. Like, I know you. Yo, Twitter hate us. Yo, yo, I sort of got like if you had, like if you was from another planet, you'd be like, so um, why do the women of why do the winter women of social media hate men so much? Like all you see is men are trash. Men are this. Men get blamed for everything. This man was like, "Yo, I love my wife," and and he was describing the ways that he loved his wife. That to society that will be deemed, she will be deemed unacceptable. And it's like, how dare you? What you want a cookie for saying you love your white, your curvy wife? Society hates curvy. Society hates women that are super curvy. So he was saying that society hates her, but I love her. Like, man, you can't even lo- you can't even love your wife right nowadays. You can post. You can post a. I can. You can post a picture, and you can be like, I just took my. You know, me and my woman just had a very lux. You know, lavish dinner. Oh, what you get for your? But I bet he. I bet he got side bitch. I bet he got side bitch. Like to Twitter, you're either to Twitter, you're either gay or you got side woman. It's like it's no in between. Like it's no good. It's no good men to a lot of people on Twitter. It's, and it's it's fun. Like it's really funny to me. Confused as Issa and Lawrence right now. Oh Lord, Issa and Lawrence. We're going to we're going to get to them. We're going to get to them. We're going to get to them. Just know, people, we are going to get to them. But that that was that just but it's just been funny. But it's just been funny to me about all this man bashing that's been going on. Cause it's like, Jesus Christ, y'all really hate it's crazy because it's a lot of people. Mm, it's just a lot of people. I'm not gonna say Oh, it's just it's it's just disgusting to see. It's like, why do y'all hate men so much? Like, just say the just say the niggas you fuck with, okay? Cause I ain't do nothing to none of y'all. I'm actually I ain't do nothing to nobody. That shit, it don't be hurting my feelings, but it's like, especially given the fact that a vast majority of people in life are shitty. So it's like, mm-hmm. what have you? So 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 when I see things like that, I'm like, what did you think that most of these men are going to be like? Because a vast majority of humans are trash. Shit, your friends are trash. Just like that's just like saying um, these holes aren't ain't loyal. Like they're holes. They don't supposed to be loyal. They're hoes. It's like saying it's like it's like y'all be talking about niggas ain't shit. Niggas ain't supposed to be shit, but hoes and tricks. They niggas. By parents' definition, they ain't shit. So what do you expect from a nigga? Maybe you go be to a gentleman, then you won't have these. Pro- no, I'm just playing. I don't know. All I know is. These women crazy and these men crazy, but these women has have co- co- came together to convince the society that we live in that it's just the men. Cause I be seeing women chastising men for shit that they do all the time. <laughs> it's like God, the women, the women, the women of Twitter got a great marketing plan. I don't know who's who's the marketing genius or who y'all consulting, but y'all have an amazing marketing plan. Y'all don't trick y'all don't trick people into just hating men for no reason. Out of the blue, right? Like it just came out of nowhere. It started. Look, insecure, insecure. Mm-hmm, started up, started up. Like even even if you take insecure, people's hate Lawrence. People's hate Lawrence more than they would hate Issa. Issa was the one doing the dirt. But we gonna, but we gonna, but we gonna wait for that. But we already already been over that before. But that's just how crazy it is. Like that was blaming. Like that was blaming niggas for the for the infidelity of of the woman. Like that's how crazy shit is. But anyway, how how was the how was your performance this weekend? It was awesome. Um, 
I love Haitian people. I just have to say that. They are so welcoming, <laughs> and, and their cookouts are amazing. It's actually the only cookout I've been at this whole summer. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was a new experience because I got to perform at a cookout and not like a venue or whatever, you know, indoor. Yeah. And um, not only that, the people that were present were fully involved. Like they had their ears open, their eyes open, and they were just, they absorbed every word. And I felt alive. Like it was amazing. I wasn't the only one that performed, which was cool. Um, it was exciting to see, you know, there was a woman who sang. Um, one of the security guards at the, the building I work at, he rapped and he could actually rap. I was like, he was the, he's actually the gentleman that invited me to, to perform. I said, it was at his house in the backyard. And, um, he, he has a, a mean flow. Like, it's one of those <laughs> 90s vibe flow. Like, it was really cool. I really enjoyed myself. Thank you for asking. Well, that's great that you enjoyed yourself. Did you did you try some ribs? No, unfortunately, I did. I got there late, not not late for the performance, but late for the cookout itself. Um, yeah, crazy. Go to a cookout and don't get any food. But <laughs> Jeez, um, you didn't get no food. What in the world? No, because we were running late. Mind you, I lived two hours away from. The, the location so god damn you drove two hours to the that see that dedication you drove two hours to the bless them <laughs> and they and they blessed me with the feedback like i was asked by the videographer i was asked if i was an activist and then i remind him of angela davis and amy shakur like really <laughs> okay listen see Angela Davis is my favorite Black Panther. I have a I have a pen I have a pen of Shakur and Angela Davis. Man, I that that woman is so phenomenal. They're actually doing a doc. They're doing a biopic about her. Like they're finally doing one about her. I'm surprised. So, but the thing is, which is funny, and I'm no shade, no shade, no shade. They trying to get like Holly Berry is interested in the job, like playing the role of Angela Davis. Again, no shade, but please don't, please don't, please don't ruin my role model like that because Angela Davis is one of my original role models. Don't disrespect her like that, Holly Berry. You're cool, but no, no, but but yeah, I was telling you that I said you remind me of those. Like you had this line in your 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 mom. Your mom listens, and I don't know or not. She, your mom actually knows about this line, so I'm gonna leave that alone. But you had this line in one of your poems. Where, where, where you had this line in Word is Bond. Y'all should check that poem out, Word is Bond. Word is Bond actually sounds like something that Angela Davis would write. Like the poem itself. Because it's so ahead of it. It's so in the pocket of revolutionary thinking. <laughs> it's like ele it's like elevate it's like elevate with it's like elevate with me. We love we levitate. We don't walk, we we elevate each other. We lift each other to new heights. Don't just be, don't just stand next to me. You hold me up. You hold, we hold each other up. Right. Oh my goodness. So that, so there was point, so there was point, so oh, I was a videographer. So we, we going to get some video of this performance? I still have it. I still have it. 
I mean, uh, he did report me, so I'm guessing, I know that they were having issues with um, not enough lighting, but he he still recorded, you know, everybody that performed. Um, we even had a, even though they said this hotel was no kids allowed, there was a child there who performed as well towards the end. And he, he rapped, um, I think he was 12 or 13 years old, and he was actually pretty good. Um, the one thing I didn't like was the fact that his mother rushed out of the house and like apologizing for her son going on stage to, well not stage, but you know, up front in front of people to perform. I felt like that was, um, that was wrong. She could have pulled him to the side or something, but I felt like, you know, that's something really, really brave uh, that, that you know, it, it took a lot of guts to go up there and perform. Me as an adult, I get really nervous. So for him to do it on his, you know, free will, like, I found that really amazing. And for her to say, like, I keep telling him I don't want him to embarrass himself. And Whoa. I'm like, that's, cool that is Whoa. not cool what was he rapping about he was just rapping about you know him and then he even shouted his mom out you know and Yikes. he was just saying like he was saying things that adults would say as far as like knowing his fake friends from real friends you know the reason why he stays to himself um you know like he's gonna get out of this and like become somebody you know, and stuff like that. So he, he wasn't just rapping. He was saying things that meant something to him. And um, I was just really bothered when she kept saying, you know, I didn't want him to embarrass himself. But that's not, that's not cool. Like, how else is he going to learn? You know, obviously he, he has something, a, a message inside of him that he needs to come out. So if that's the way he expresses himself, then let him. And like one of my friends that um, was actually there, he told her, he was like, it, it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be a rapper, you know, not that that's a bad thing or anything, but it, I mean, he could be a public speaker or a politician or um, a motivational speaker or, you know, whatever that requires him to stand in front of people. So don't bash him for doing something that great you know at an early age and um so that was the only thing the only downside of that um whole uh night but other than that it was amazing the people were so welcoming um you just felt like you were at home it was it was really cool i really enjoyed myself <laughs> That man was just trying to express with his full capabilities. It's either that or it's going to be a correctional facilities. I don't appreciate his mom not agreeing with how he do this. Because he obviously got on the mic and straight meditated like a Buddhist. Yo, shout, shout out to Dr. Dre. Because straight out of Compton, the album came out on this day. About 20 years ago, something like that. 26. 
So yeah, I had, I had, so I had, so I had to get the shot. I had to get the shot out in there. But no, I totally agree. You can't like now. You just shunned this man. Now you just made this man afraid to speak on stages or around people because he's going to embarrass. Girl, he's going to embarrass himself. You embarrassing him by saying he's going to embarrass himself. You're, you're. Come on, woman. Right. Yeah. Straight out of the crowd. It was like, Martha, talking to her on the side. Like, don't be doing that. Don't care if you're your mom. Don't do that. <laughs> okay, Savitry. Okay, Savitry, calm down. Lady Godiva would get in that ass. <laughs> she was like, squeeze the trigger. She said, the, um, the LAPD is going to have to come and get me off your ass. That's how I'm going out. For you punk motherfuckers that's showing out mixing in the rumble. She said she gonna mix it in a pot like gumbo. <laughs> but nah, for real, young man, if you're listening, because I'm I'm finding out a lot, like a lot of young people listen to us. If you're listening, man, don't listen to your mom. Do you? You wanna rap? Rap, bruh. Least least you mm, yeah. Yeah, that, and that's the thing. Like, if he was just rapping about stupid stuff, like something that he can't relate to, then I, I understand. But he was actually talking about stuff that meant something to him. Like, he knew what, you know, real love was compared to fake love. Like, he, he knew, you know, um, or he knows where he wants to go in life. So those those things are important. <laughs> That's what we want our children to, to do, like, to know where they're headed. So, yeah. Exactly. Don't shoot down his dreams because you don't got any. Huh. <laughs> you bitch trying to get them ribs in your mouth. He trying to get, the, he trying to kick this knowledge. Oh, speaking of that, I have to say, you know, you just made a very, very valid point right there. You know, I can't stand when parents do that. You have children, you bring them to this earth, and you you constantly say you want them better than you, you want them better than you. And when they achieve more than you, or they live out a dream that's not yours, you suddenly become their worst enemy or hater. Like, who does that? If you And, and if you don't comprehend, like this mother doesn't comprehend what her son has, you know, like the gift that he has, don't shun him because you don't know or you don't understand what um, your children are, you know, are about or what gift they have or what journey they're going on. Like that, come on, back off. <laughs> Maybe, but that's the thing. We're assuming that she wants her son to be better than her. A lot, of, a lot of parents do suffer from envy. It's like how dare, it's like how dare you have a dream and have a a goal you want to accomplish. You need to get your ass in line with the rest of these people and the rest of us. You know the re them, not us, because you know you'll be following your dream. But you know and the rest of us that said fuck that. We're just gonna do what society wants us to do. So she could just honestly just hate that her child has ambitions because as crazy as that sounds, a lot of people do hate their children for having goals to reach. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then for for the awkwardness that are maybe in a cross-cultural um, situation or environment, whatever, you know, the, the parents do not understand when you step outside of tradition. And it becomes very difficult for, for you and your parents to communicate 
um, and even have a, a relationship afterwards because, you know, you're over here with your spirit high and ready and motivated and you, you're driven and then you have the, one of the most important people in your life, like, dogging you out. You know, that that's not cool. That is not cool. Um, so, parents, I urge you to please, please, please invest in your children. Um, and if you can't financially, at least morally. Like, seriously. Seriously pay attention to what you say to them when it comes to their dreams. Because it is one of the hardest pills to swallow when they hear their own parent who at the time is like God to them, you know, telling them they can't do something. Can't should not be a part of that vocabulary. I tell my children that every time I can. I say can't is not in our vocabulary. You find a way. So, yeah. There you go, exactly. Yo, I just been binge watching movies lately uh-huh. because on Hulu I only watch Bob's Burgers. Shout out to Bob's Burgers. I only watch Bob's Burgers. Tina, Tina's my Tina, my woman. It's my homie. Let me not say woman. That make it make sound like I want to date Tina. And Tina's like a ten year old on a cartoon TV show. Cause Louise, Louise is Louise is really like Louise. Like Louise is the homie. Tina is the um Tina's the social the social introvert. And then, <laughs> so but nah so so Louise so Louise is the coolest to me. I don't know. It's a cartoon. It's called Bob's Burgers. Y'all probably seen it before. It's amazing. I love it because it's like it's one of those cartoons that's for adults. But you can let your teenager watch it. But like it's mostly right. but you know, like it like you'll you'll be inter- it's 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 great. It's great. But that ain't even what I'm gonna talk about. That's that's that. But for by the way, that's that cartoon I had. We had shared on the Aqua Minority Instagram. Where it was like I don't want to hang out with Gretchen. Gretchen is bland. If she was a flavor, she'd be flour. Wow. You know, because she has no. Because she's bland. You know, flour. Anyway, whatever. So I was like, I'm gonna watch something else on Hulu. So I found. So I was start, Hulu's trash, by the way. So I was looking on Hulu, and Hulu has this movie I've been meaning to see. It was called. It's called Nerve. When I say uh-huh. this movie mirrors society in every aspect, I it's it's ridiculous. Like first of all, the movie starts with this young lady. It starts with her match screen showing, and she's about to listen to a song on Spotify, and her friend calls her, and her friend's telling her, "Yo, you know, you know, you looking down, blah blah blah." And her friend tells her to sign on to this site called Nerve, so she signs uh-huh. on to it, and she's like, "What is this?" And it's like, "Oh." You can, you know, you can either on nerve, you can either be a watcher or you can be a player. If you're a watcher, you pay money to watch people play. Now, what you're playing is a game of, of truth and dare. Only it's no truth, it's just dare. Now, the dares they vary in the severity of it. Like, like, like the woman, like the woman I was just talking about, the the young girl. She eventually gets on there, and her dare is to kiss a random stranger for five seconds for a hundred dollars. Now. Her friend, she's more known on it because the more the more the more people that watch your screen, do uh-huh. the more money you get and you advance to the next round. So you need a lot of people to watch your shit. So her friends, one of her friend dares is that she has to moon the whole crowd at the pep rally. 
Uh-huh. I forget what kind of what for, I forget for how much money, but she got a moon hole. She had a moon hole crowd, and basically she did it. But she did. She had to do it naked. But not. She had to have no no panties on or nothing. So she moons the whole damn crowd. So. You know, so that's the that's like the the lower level of the variations because as the as you watch the movie, as the dares go on, the dares get a little more crazy. I don't want. I'm trying. I'm trying to be as vague as possible when I talk about this because Dave Franco is in there. By the way, he he's one of the main characters too. Machine Gun Kelly is a main character in this movie. When I say that boy can act, I mean that boy can act. I didn't even know he had this in him because you see cameos. From Cassis, which is a YouTuber or whatever, because they're doing dares too. Because it's a it's a um it's a social network on the on the dark web of people doing dares for money. Uh-huh. So it's like hang on the back of a police car for two hundred dollars, you know, stuff like that. So you get money, and they wire it to your bank account. So, you know, so when Machine Gun Kelly came onto the screen the first time, he was hanging on the back of a cop car, cop van, and I'm like, oh, you know, oh, you know, cool celebrity, you know, celebrity cameo. Man, um, next thing you know, the next time I see um, Machine Gun Kelly on the screen, he's on a train track. He's setting up the camera on the train track. He's like, what the fuck is he about to do? This is not a spoiler, by the way. He's setting up the, the camera on the train track. He then lays down face first. And the train comes flying. And the train basically runs, runs over him. What? Yes, like he's on the train track, so you know he's in the mid. So basically, he's in the middle. So the train runs over his body. Don't run him over, but rolls over his body. And then, <laughs> man, I'm looking at this like it's no way in hell I would do that challenge. It's no way because you can see the train going over his body. You're like, man, he about to fucking die. Because again, I didn't know too much about this move. I just remember seeing the previews for it a year ago and always wanted to see it, but I forgot to go see it. So I didn't know right now he's a main character in the show because they keep on showing click they keep on showing other people doing dares too. And they'll show people failing dares, they'll show people completing dares. So I didn't know right now this is gonna be a completed dare or a failed dare. So I'm like, this motherfucker about to die. This is where this is where um you know she gonna kill a character dies. This motherfucker oh. survi- he survives it. So like at the end, so every time they complete a dare, like dare complete, you know. So <clears throat> it's crazy. It's ran on the dark, and I can I can totally the thing that click with me is I can totally see this being something that kids in this society will actually do because of all these random videos we see on YouTube and Instagram. <clears throat> uh-huh. So I fully believe that this is like something that goes on, but the thing is, like. In the in the movie, if you like tell the cops about this, then you know they'll they'll ruin your life because it's the dark web. So you got a whole bunch of hackers and stuff that's basically running the show, and they're putting up big bucks. I don't want to ruin the movie, so I'm not gonna ruin the movie. I'm just gonna say they put up big bucks. We talking about thousands of dollars for some of these dares. One of the dares, I'm not gonna say the dare. One of the dares was like do such and such, do do something. It wasn't was sex, not do such and such, like it was sexually related. It was like do this one thing for ten thousand dollars. That's how that's how much one of the dares is for, and that's oh. one of the. So it was some big money being tossed around in this game, and the movie pulls you in because you like, because the movie because while you watching the movie you can't help but think would I do that? Would I do this? A lot of that shit I would not have done. A lot of that stuff I like. I would a lot of the things you probably would have done. But the crazy thing is, the trick is, the more you do. 
the bigger the bank gets, right? Because they deposit the money into your bank account. So you're seeing the money. You're seeing the 2000 you see the 4000 You know, you're seeing the money. But once you decide you don't want to play, you got to play it all the way to the end to get the money you collected. Oh. That's not that's not and that's not spoiling the movie because when she signed up for the site, it tells you verbatim, you play it to the end or you lose, you lose out. So she knew, so she knew that when she was at the one hundred dollars. <laughs> so I'm not spo so I'm not spoiling the movie for anybody. Y'all can watch it. It's on net. It's on. It's not. I don't know. It's on Netflix. It's on Hulu. So y'all can go watch it on Hulu. It's it's pretty. It's pretty. It's a pretty good movie. Like it's a pretty good movie. Machine Gun Kelly in it. It got a whole bunch of cameos. It's a it's a machine gun. Kelly is a hell of an actor. He still he steals the movie away from everybody. That's how good of an actor he is because he's a main character in a movie. It leaves you you do not know how this movie going and you start this movie thinking you're gonna know how it ends. But trust me, you do not know how this movie is gonna end. You're gonna sit back for a good minute and be like, wow, that's some good fucking writing. Because it's because it's supposed to be like some coming of age teeny bopper type shit. But it is that good. It is that good. It got the girl from the We Are the Millers, the one that played the daughter. It got her in it. She's she stars in it. Dave Dave Franco stars in it. So is that good of a movie? Like I, I enjoyed it. I might watch it again. I'm gonna have to watch it again. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch it. I gotta I gotta get Hulu. I guess. <laughs> you can, uh, I I I let you use my Hulu because I'm. I'm not probably gonna heat because you need to watch it. Somebody need to use it because I don't use my Hulu because I'm like at the end of this month I'm probably gonna get rid of it. Oh, so I gotta I gotta let you watch it. I'm gonna let you watch it. But it's it's a good it's a good movie. You're gonna be like wow, this is a good fucking movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I I enjoyed it and I encourage y'all to go out and watch it because I can totally see people in this society doing it because everybody want to be everybody want to be famous. For stupid shit. Like, y'all don't want to be famous off talent. Y'all to be famous for making videos where you walk into the store and take some food and run out of it. Like, what? Like, how brain dead are you? Like, that what you want to be famous for? Like, you got, like, that what you want your kids to be like, yo, daddy, what you think? Why, why you got so many followers on YouTube? Man, I go into the store, right? I get some bread. The money in my pocket to pay for the bread, but I'm just gonna run out of here. Boogaki gang, boo, boo, boo gang. What the fuck that dumb ass dude be saying? I'm like, man, these. I'm like, and it's not even an old thing. I'm like, this shit was stupid when when I was young. Like, man, so it's like it's really. So I can totally see people doing things like that just because you know nowadays everybody want to be famous. They want to be famous for no reason. You want to be famous, just be famous. Like, come on, man. We gotta do better. Well, y'all gotta do better. I feel like I'm preaching. I feel like an old man. Get off my lawn. I know, right? But I was saying this shit. Bruh, I was saying this shit. To, I was saying this shit to young. I was saying this shit when I was young, though. I, like, I didn't give a fuck then. Like, it's like all this stupid shit people be into. Like, all this falling. When people fall asleep, you do stuff to their face. And you you record it. Like, no, like mother. Oh, man. No, you know, even though it was a setup, that one video of the guy, what, what's his name? Something storm where he fell asleep and they put a waxing strip or something on his eyebrow <laughs> they took it off and he got up screaming like what the hell you do he looked in the mirror he didn't have any eyebrows see them man these y'all y'all out here playing with fire cause I I'm a lover not a fighter 
Uh, you know, but I would hurt a motherfucker. Don't, don't, don't. If you want to put baby powder on me, cool. Ha ha ha. We can laugh it up. But don't be script. Don't be. Don't play with my hair. Don't play with my facial features. Like, don't play with my face, nigga. You ain't got no eyebrows now because of these motherfuckers. Somebody getting hurt. <laughs> you was trying to pick off the eyebrow off the tape. Oh man, dude, no. See, somebody got die. Oh my god. I hope you're ready for your funeral. Uh-huh. Speaking of funerals, <laughs> speaking of funerals, rest in peace to Jay Z and Kanye West friendship. I know. Uh, Yo, Kanye West said he got some bars. He said he got some bars for Jay. I know. I heard that recently, so it's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maul, Maul of the Joe Budden podcast said he ran to um. Ooh, I said um. I think it's my first time saying it this podcast. Hopefully, he ran into Kanye West, and Kanye West said he got some. He got some retort. He said he got some retort. He got some bars. He got some bars. He gonna throw at Jay Z. <laughs> I'm telling you, you. Know, I'm telling you, Kanye West, right now. If you listening, Don C, give him the phone. If you listening, I want you to take kill Jay Z and have Jay Z rapping where he goes. You know. He gave you, he gave, he, you gave him 20 mil. What was you, you know, he, you gave him 20 mil. He gave you 20 minutes on stage. What was you thinking? I want, I want that line to go on. And then I want you to go, shut the fuck up. And just come in with straight bars. <laughs> just bars. Just, oh, just, oh. Cause you already got, cause you already got Saha the Prince helping you. One of the illest rappers in the game. What ghostwriting your shit, you know, helping you or whatever. People, people know this, by the way. This is not a spoiler alert. People like yo, yo, G, shut the word, just spilling the beans. Nah, man, nah. People know that. If y'all don't know, now y'all know. Because Kanye West is Kanye West has been known to be one of the people that have a team full of right, not a team full of right, but you know he'll bounce ideas off people to help his shit get better. Man, I'll write for him. <laughs> Bruh, man, listen, I'm telling you, come on, kill, kill rap on, kill Jay Z. Oh man, like I always loved you, I always looked up to you, Nas. Fuck me. Die Jay, then you can have, then you have Jay Z going. Die Jay Z, you know, use his own hook against him. Especially when he said you man. never, you never love them, you know. Especially you, the person that love, man, but like, man. But yo, today marks the day that Rock the Throne came out, so it was just appropriate for us to talk about that because that was a great, that was a great moment in hip hop because people always talk about doing collaboration albums and Jay Z and. Kanye West, you know, they always been stuck like glue together. Uh-huh. So, it was amazing. I, I, I can't even lie. I'm thinking, I'm still thinking about what, Jay, what Jay, Kanye West can say to Jay-Z because Kanye West can't even rap about how Dame Dash wanted to put Kanye West on but Jay-Z wasn't really fucking with him for that because Jay-Z just wanted the beats initially. Like, you had to show Jay-Z you the man so now you need to go back and show you the man again. You gotta do it. You gotta do it for the culture. Cause he ain't tr- he ain't believing you to begin with. Dane Dash is like, yo, we gotta get you know we gonna get we gonna get Kanye West. He gonna do his album. If it sucks, we just gonna throw we just gonna throw Cameron on it to say the project. Throw Cameron on every song and say the project. So Dane Dash was down to give you a shot. Jay Z didn't really care. Jay Z was like, ah, nah. So you had to show this man you the man. So show him again. Cause I'm like I don't like the Kanye West slander y'all be doing. I want him. To, I want him. To, I want him to go at y'all. I want him to go at Twitter. I want him to just go. Just go. We gotta put that. We gotta put that battery in his back. 
Oh, man. I get on the phone, shit. I ain't got much to say. Jay-Z Jay been nice to me. He been nice to me, so I can't really get on the phone. I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then again, I am of the philosophy of whoever brought me to the party. And in this scenario, Kanye West brought me to the party. So, yo, I'm all for it. I'm, I got you. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine? I can't wait because we're we're team Kanye all day. Kanye West quoted us on a rap song. We would have won a Grammy for Champions. Pray for me. I'm about to hit the yay button. Man, I don't want to do nothing wrong, but it'd be wrong if I ain't. It'd be wrong if I ain't say nothing. Imagine if I ain't say nothing. When you nigga gonna say something? <laughs> I done lost and made money, and I'm. Fresh out of debt in this motherfucker, and I still ain't worthy yet in this motherfucker. See, Yeezy gonna have to go and put his Yeezys on. Y'all, y'all ain't feeling, y'all ain't feeling it though. Y'all, y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. Kanye gonna come with that fire flame. I'm telling you, over that Jay Z kill Jay Z man. Nigga, I gave you beats that I should have kept for myself. Oh, let's go. Niggas, yeah, I. Like Went back to the, their album, you know, and that that <laughs> the song, uh, especially that Otis, your favorite. Yo, my favorite. Okay, I guess we got. I guess we got. We got to talk. We should talk about the album. This this started out as talk about the album to just roasting, but man, Otis, Otis. I guess I got my swagger back. New watch alert. Hugh blows, yo. When that shit came on, man, props. Is, I gotta, I, I, I can't even hate on Jay Z at that, on that, cause when, when that shit came on, cause we ain't know what to expect, because this is when people actually listen to the radio still. So Funk Master Flex had that shit he was gonna drop with Kanye West and Jay Z. We know what it was, so I'm listening to the, I'm listening to the radio on the internet. That shit said that oldest rating came on. It makes it easier. Easy got to bad. You know what? You I was like, oh shit. This Ophoye. This Ophoye, cause it's a sample. Oh, you won't regret it. No, no. Oh girl, they won't forget it. When when Jay-Z came when that beat dropped and Jay-Z came in, I invented swag. Popping models throwing popping bottles throwing supermodels in the cabs. Proof. I guess I got my swagger back. Truth. New watch alert. Hugh blows or that big face rolling. I got two of those all out the window. Oh my god! They was talking so much shit. Then yay come on, sophisticated rap. Ermain subversive, sophisticated ignorance. Write my curses in cursive. You get them. Oh my god! This nigga said you. Oh my no 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 no. When that that sh man, he said I get them custom. You a customer. You ain't used to the going through customs. Y'all don't even know it, huh? And all the ladies in the house got them showing off. I'm done. I hit you up like, nah. I hit you up like, nah. Nah. Welcome to Habana. Smoking cabanas and cash. Sucking ah. That was some beautiful shit. Like, that was just some shit talk. Like, I like, that's some, when, like Ye said, this sophisticated rap. Because that shit was like, shit talking over some Otis Redding. Like, listen, man. You young people don't know nothing about Otis Redding. Like, when Scarface was over that Teddy. 
over there, Teddy Pendergrass, talking about how he was going to beat Bronson, Action Bronson's ass. That was beautiful. I said, I said, he don't need to make no diss track because that's the beautiful shit. You talk about being Action Bronson's ass. I'm sorry, Action, because they probably giving you flashbacks because you probably thought you was going to die that day. But when he was talking to that boy, he said, boy. But he was just he was just talking. He didn't even rap over the damn song. He oh man, I love man. Hip hop have amazing moments, and Otis was a, a man. Otis was an amazing moment. I'm just Otis was an amazing moment. It was just beautiful. Like oh god, I'm just having flashbacks. Damn Yeezy and Ho, where the hell you been? Niggas talking real reckless, stunt man. I adopted these niggas, feel a drumming in. Like he was talking about, he was talking about them rappers that was talking a little greasy at that time. We said I adopted these niggas, feel a drumming in. Now I'm about to make them tuck their whole song in. They say I'm crazy, well I'm about to go dumb again. They ain't see me cause I pull up in my other bins. Last week I was in my other, other bins. Throw your diamonds up cause we in this bitch another game. Oh my God. Jay-Z said, photo shoot fresh, looking like wealth. I'm about to call the paparazzi on myself. Live from the Mercer, run up on Yeezy the wrong way, I might murk you. Fleeing in a G450, I might suck. Y'all don't understand the shit talking of rap levels that was on. This nigga said, I made Jesus walk, so I'm never going to hell. Couture never show was never going on sale. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, let me. What? What? How, what's your favorite song from Watch the Throne? Because I feel like I, I could talk about Otis for a good another ten minutes. Because but, but another ten minutes. But speaking of ten minutes, let's just be clear about Kanye West's producer shit. Because y'all don't give Kanye West a lot of credit, so I have to stand up for him because he's one of the greatest artists that ever walked this earth. That man only spent ten minutes making the Otis beat. Think about how great that beat is. He spent ten whole minutes making that thing. Tuck your summit in. Creative genius. Shit, what is your favorite song on Watch the Throne? Because we clearly know my favorite. <laughs> I, man, I, 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 can't, I just can't stop talking about Otis because that's a good shit. Then the video with the models in the torn up Maybach, that's how fucking rich they are. They bought a Maybach, tore that motherfucker apart. Put the put the back on the front so I'm stuck. I don't, I don't know if y'all remember Jay-Z's verse on J. Cole's first album. Time watch, you know, stopwatch, whatever the fucking, whatever the title of the song called. We said, I take the back, I take the back, I take the back, I take the front of the Maybach and put the back on the front. So I'm stunting on these niggas when I'm back, when I'm, when I'm driving off. So I'm fronting on these niggas when I'm driving. I take the back of the Maybach and I put it on the front and I put the front on the back. So I'm fronting on these niggas when I'm driving off. Hey. Like, y'all. <laughs> That's a cult, bruh. I put the back on the fence, on the back on the fence. So I'm stunting on you niggas when I'm driving off. Like, that was saying, Jay Z's a cold motherfucker. And Kanye West, you can't take down this bad motherfucker. Because Kanye West did outdo Jay Z on Run This Town. They got nothing to do with none of this, but I'm just saying. Jay Z got it. I mean, and so Jay Z is a great motherfucker, but Kanye West, you can get him. Tell you, so I had a prince. Holla at you. Okay, but anyway, what is your favorite song for Watch the Throne? Because we, we, we clearly see I can go for hours. What's your favorite song for Watch the Throne? You know, I, I, I was saying, like, the music video for Otis was amazing. You could feel the positive energy in that video. Like, they had fun making that. Um, and I, I love the vibe and the whole, you know, both sides. You, can, you know how, like, people will um, try to pick and choose which 
Uh, verse, you know, who who killed the verse, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They both did a good job on that song. But um, the one song that sticks out to me, because you know, I like the rah-rah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, No Church in the Wild. I like that one. That song. Yo, Aziz Azari in Otis, when he was dancing. <laughs> That shit was so amazing. Like, but yeah, old, I mean, church, no church in the wild is beautiful because they got that Frank Ocean. One step by you, and love is my scripture. Let me in. I can't, I can't get as high as Frank was, but that motherfucker, like Jay Z, that was Jay Z and Kanye West was in his in they on that album that's one like we got out we joke we joking about well we're not joking because i actually want jay-z to get dissed by kanye west just because it'd be a great hip-hop moment but at the same time we acknowledge that jay-z is great because oh man when they came in on that one they was talking about you know blood stain the coliseum floors lies on the lips of a priest they came they came in beautiful on that one too play a little i'm playing a little bit of it like like i got the whole thing bleached I'm wondering if a thug's players reach. It's probably gonna be y'all seek. See, man, tell me I don't love this. Jesus was the cop of the Yeezy made beats. Get the hell up out your seats. Preach. Like, that's like he even incorporated Kanye West's Yeezus. I mean, he said, Jesus was the cop of the Yeezy made beats. So he's saying Kanye West is on the. This might be blasphemy. That just remember Kanye. That just say. That just remember, this. This is this is just a metaphor in rap. He's saying, he's saying that Jesus. He's saying that Jesus was a carpenter, right? So Jesus laid down the foundation. Jesus make beats. Jesus beats are the foundation of a rap. So Jesus is as close to Jesus as you gonna get in the rap form. Like. I, Man, it, it it goes back to the Lord with Don Don Thomas couldn't be better. Like when when Jay Z had hopped on Diamonds on Forever, you know Diamonds, and he got on there. I got it from here, yay, damn Th that shit, man, Dame Dash, you got murdered. That they don't even got nothing to do with Watch the Throne, but you got murdered. That man said I got it from here, yay, damn. He said the name is mine. Ah, uh, I I'm gonna do. Should I do? I, I'm not gonna recite that because that shit's so dirty. That shit is so dirty. And nigga said the name is. He said the name is mine. He basically told you the name is mine. He said, "Oh my god." I'm not gonna. I, I, I like my mouth wants to say the words, but I feel like it's so disrespectful to a man that ain't got nothing. It's kind of like when you're talking about something and then you inadvertently diss somebody and you didn't mean to do it. All right. <laughs> Cause Dame Dash didn't did mean for me to recite. He don't want me to recite this. He said the chain is mine. The name is intact. The blame is the game is not. I take blame for that. The pressure's on, but guess who ain't gonna crack? He said, "Ha ha, pardon me. I had to laugh at that." He said, "How could you balter when the rocket you balter? I had to get off the boat so I can walk on water. This ain't a tall order. This is nothing to me. Difficult takes a day. Impossible takes a week. I do this in my sleep. I sold kilos of coke. This way he started talking to himself. He said, "So, so I'm guessing I can sell CDs." Then the, the famous quote of all, I'm not a business man, I'm a business man. Let me handle my business. Damn. Kanye, you got me? Freeway to Foxy? 
YG's TM Marie, Petey, watch me. Then he started breaking down everybody he took in the Rockefeller breakup. He said, Bleak could be one hit away his whole career. As long as I'm alive, he's a millionaire. Even if I'm die, even if I die, he's in my will somewhere. So he can just sit back and chill somewhere. Oh yeah. He don't even have to write rhymes. A dynasty's like my money last three lifetimes. Shorty back in the red city pack, but saying what I've been saying my whole career. These diamonds forever. I've been mining this forever. Now the Louis Vuitton done. Timers couldn't be better. People lined up to see the Titanic sinking. Instead, we rose from the ash like the Phoenix. If you waiting for the end of the dynasty sign, it seems like forever is a mighty long time. Mm. That meant. I got a honey bun, no, not a chick, I got a honey bun, millions nigga, I got couple hundred dumb, 99 problems, prick, don't become a hundred one, that you got a hundred lies, murdering a hundred, uh, you know he was on, uh, Hustle Hard, the, oh, and the guy Hustling Remix, and he was going to Cameron, <laughs> I got a honey bun, <laughs> no, I'm talking about honey, I'm talking about, no, I got a honey bun, not a chick, nigga. I got couple hundred them. 99 problems prick. Don't become the hundredth one. Unless you got a hundred lies. Murdering a hundred. Uh, we don't resort to violence. We don't resort to islands. We're linen shorts and shades because they thought they was lying. Polo slippers. Oh my God. This nigga said linen shorts so my balls don't get hot. <laughs> nah, balls a lie. Nah, owns the team. Ricky Rotten. Stop playing with me, lames. Y'all not my equal. It ain't no coincidence that my A's is the kilo, which means that I'm broader, which means that I use a G4 like it. Jay Z, that nigga, bro. I'm a walking memorial. I'm legendary, so whipping that, whipping that raw. So niggas just let them cars go, but he still got to. He still got to get murdered by Jay Z by Kanye West. Uh huh. For the sake of hip hop. For the sake of hip hop, like. I'm from the era of if you diss me in a rap song and I'm a rapper, I'm going to diss you back. So, Jay, Kanye West, I'm respecting you to go back at him. I don't care how great of a rapper he is. We all know Jay-Z can rap. Like, I just had to get him his props. Watch, watch somebody go take this ass. Oh, see, y'all dissing Jay. Nigga, we, 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 we hip-hop historians. We like to see a good rap battle. I'm not saying run up to Jay-Z and fight him because that will be weird. He diss you in a rap song. Keep it on racks. But if he did fight him, that would be funny. But anyway... Church, no church in the wild was a good. No church in the wild. I'm gonna play some more. No church in the wild because that was a good sound too. What's a mod to a king? What's a king to a god? What's a god to a non-believer? I believe in God, by the way. Believing anything. This is the type of song you gotta make sure God know. Like I'm just, I'm just reciting the song. Make it out alive. Alright, alright. No church in the wild. That song is so beautiful. The Dream and Frank Ocean did their damn thing. Uh huh. And they had, ooh, I love your song. They had Frank. They had Mr. Hudson on there. He killed it. They had Beyonce on the track. Lift off. We gonna take it to the moon. Take it to the stars. People can know you do it this far. Kanye West talking about he never he gonna he not, he not gonna let his son hit the script club. He learned the hard way that ain't the place to get love. <laughs> Yo, this Jay Z, how you be dissing Amber Rose, bro? There you go. <laughs> Nigga said, <laughs> my ex said she gave me the best years of her life. I saw a recent picture of her. I guess she was right. Like, bro, 
But Amber, but I don't know that that disc didn't work because Amber Rose don't look trash, my man. But yeah, I don't know when I hear some of my Amber Rose on that one. I'm, but yeah, this this Jay Z I hear this Amber Rose because Jay Z Kanye West you have no clever Kanye West had those clever one liners. But yeah, I guess if I had to pick another one too, I remember the one song that they made us wait forever, Limelight. The one we goes, damn baby pussy can't be your only hustle. Unless you're badass Naomi Russell I mean a lot of niggas got money So basically Russell ain't the only Russell Russell Brand Russell Crowe Zero 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 a whole lot of O's Was she at the At the money You remind me of currency How you at the money Got bulletproof condoms When I'm in these hoes Got staples on my dick Why? Fucking centiphones <laughs> And my whole collection so cold Got niggas in Miami wearing winter clothes like Kanye West, boy. You Kanye West be having those one-liners. Like I said, you got staples on my dick. Why? Fucking centiphones. Cause you know I centiphones. Man, y'all ain't listening. Staples in the dick cause he fucking centiphones. Cause you know the magazines. Cause y'all young people probably don't even know what the fuck a magazine is. But a magazine, it used to have, you know, magazines are stapled together. Centiphones mean that you, you the beauty, like you the beauty of the money or whatever. So you cover two pages. So it'll be staple in the middle of you. So you got staples on your dick because you've been so fucking centiphobe. Y'all young people ain't listening. Y'all don't get me. Y'all like, what the fuck is a centiphobe? Y'all don't get me. Just know the butt bag. Lord. Nigga <laughs> said, um, I never understood Planned Parenthood because I never met nobody planning to be a parent in the hood taking refills or that Plan B pill. Another shorty that will make it to the family will. Oh, shit. They ain't crazy. They don't know how insanity feel. Like, bro, they had some line. They had some lines on Watch the Throne. I feel like we yeah, should get I the. Do. But I feel like. But I feel like if we keep on talking about Watch the Throne, we're never gonna talk about Insecure. So, we gotta get the insecure. We gotta get the insecure at some point in this podcast episode. How about now? <laughs> I guess so. I wanted to talk about. I was, y'all don't understand. I could have talked about Watch the Throne for a whole hour. <laughs> But yeah, okay, Hello. but yeah, okay. So we're gonna so okay, the moment all y'all been waiting for. I'm sorry I had to sit through the whole podcast to get to it. Insecure was lit this week. I'm gonna let you start. What what are your thoughts about Insecure this week? <laughs> I can't help but laugh. Um, first off, Issa, how you gonna ask the body, can you help me help? Like <laughs> can you be out of hope? Yo, Issa said, can you help me, can you help me be a hoe? She said, first of all, rude. Yeah, yeah girl, I got you. <laughs> that shit was funny. Like, how you gonna, how you gonna, hey, what's the game plan on how to be a hoe? Right. But Tasha, Tasha, I gotta give you props, girl. <laughs> oh, shit. What did she say, you shut up, right? Oh yeah, cause you 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 a minority, so you could say it. She said you not a, you. She said you. She said you worse than a fuck nigga. You a fuck nigga that think he a nice guy. <laughs> like read this whole man life. Read his whole like she said you a fuck nigga that think he a nice guy. Like I felt like I'm an, I'm an, I'm a real nice guy. Lady Gaga can contest to that. I'm you know I'm not you know I'm not in disguise so I felt that shit in my soul I was like god damn I felt like I was Lawrence I was like shit you know I was thinking, just thinking about that I'm like god damn Lawrence 
Like Lawrence made me jump out. I'll, Lawrence got to redeem himself. Like I'm, I'm, I'm barely in Lawrence High right now because Lawrence is wrong. Because Lawrence, listen, man. What you should have did from the get go was told her you didn't want to come to the cookout because she shouldn't. Because Tasha should have never invited you to the cookout because Tasha think that y'all relationship is more than what it is. Even though you keep on saying it's not, you keep on being up in her house. You, you're presenting yourself in a way that it is what it is. Like you're you're presenting your way, you presenting yourself in a way that you're in a relationship, but you're just saying you're not, but you actually doing relationship shit. Like you listen to her complain about random stuff. So like y'all in y'all in a relationship. So when she asked you to come to that cookout, you should have said, nah, this is a little too early to be being your family. You know, we're not really it's not really like that yet. Even though you digging in her gut. So it should be like that if you're digging in her guts. But still, you done she done got you, she got you bring she got you not only coming to the cookout, she had you bringing chairs. Uh-huh. And she, pushing people. You had you, you, you getting grandma you getting grandma out the you getting grandma out the van. Like she had you performing boyfriend duties. Because again, you may not have y'all may not have talked about it, but you her boyfriend. You was her boyfriend at that point. I don't know what you is now. You ain't you ain't her boyfriend no more. I think she's gonna give him another chance, but you ain't her boyfriend no more. And you fucking up, my man. Because if you was that scared, you should let her know, hey. I don't really think this is... That's the problem with Lawrence. Lawrence does not communicate his feelings to people. No, you know something? I don't think she's going to give him another chance. I think that girl from work, that Indian chick or whatever, uh, sorry, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take offense. Whatever. You you good. The Indian community, the Indian, the Indian, I can't even say it. The Indian community is not offended, so you can proceed. We know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to her next. <laughs> now Lawrence needs to sit his ass down. Lawrence, get your shit together, bro. You just got out of a long-term relationship. What is a four-year? You just got out of a four-year relationship. Obviously, you don't know how they move now because all us men are dogs. So you don't know how to move. You don't know how to move in this navigation, navigating through these landmines of being a dog. And you're acting like a dog because you should nigga, you, not only did you lie to her, you went to go hang out with some with the people you work with. You could have been like, hey. I'm not ready to go to your cookout. That's all you had to do, Lawrence. You had to say no. I'm not ready to go to the cookout. I'm not ready to to hook up some um, stereo in the park. Oh, you one of those follow the rules type niggas, huh? <laughs> that was funny. Man, Lawrence, Lawrence is I, Lawrence is confused. I don't think Lawrence is actually a fuck nigga, but he's a fuck nigga by accident. Because he's just confused. He he don't know how to voice his he don't know how to communicate. Oh, he's just a fuck nigga, that's what you're saying? Oh man. I'm saying though, he and Issa are right now in in the current episode, they're the same. They're both confused. They're both trash. Like, Yo, Issa and her moment with with Luke James was the funniest shit ever and it reminded me of a person that I know. <laughs> y'all y'all got that. I'm glad y'all got that. Because <laughs> Certain, certain people get awkward in moments, but anyway, yo, that shit was that shit was funny because I'm like, yo, really? I'm like, and then she had me looking at the screen. I'm like, what's wrong with his hands? Like, I'm trying. To, I, I, I'm like, what's wrong with? Him? I'm I'm looking at the screen. I'm trying to sit like uh, he's like, yeah, hey, regular hands to me. That was hilarious. She said your fingers. <laughs> I'm. Mean, she wouldn't give it to Luke James, but she would give it to the egghead. Yo, that dude got it. That dude. That that's Andre. By the way, that's Andre from Vic. That's Andre from Victorious. He used to have dreads. Now I see why he had them dreads. Cause that dude head is just oh my god. That boy head. 
god oh my god the forehead the back the side of the head the whole shape of your head i was like my god you wouldn't give it to luke james like i'm not even like i, I don't gotta preface this i don't gotta preface that between the two you you gotta choose you choose luke <laughs> Because you just fucking the fuck anyway, so you you choose Luke in this situation. You don't even know the whole right. She was like, she was like, oh, the bedroom where we didn't go. I was dying. I'm like, damn, yo. When, but when the egghead, when the egghead dude was, was he? Did the egghead dude ask the titty fuck her? I swear, I swear, I swear, I yelled, I yelled. I said, what titties you gonna fuck her with? Bruh, what titties would you go fuck her with, though? Like, she had no titties to fuck, man. He talks to go, and he just knew that was a smooth life. He, they get, she taking off her clothes and shit. He like, yo, can I titty fuck you? Like, what titties, man? What titties would you go fuck her with? Did you have something like the closet? But see, when she looked outside and she saw him, he looked like he just stole something from somebody right. inside the house. He was highest. He was highest fuck. That was the most awkward sex I ever seen in my life. I'm like, this is the most awkward sex. I, man, I thought I thought losing my virginity was awkward. Nah, bro, that take the cake. At least I know what I'm fucking doing. <laughs> the, way, the, way, the way she she ran into his head. <laughs> she had no choice but to run to that big ass pterodome. Yo, that shit was he, that boy had a he, you know you know you know Mike Epps joke like you got a you got a forehead got a forehead that man had a movie screen. Nigga had a he was walking around with an aquarium on his head. That's the dude you choose to have sex with. Is the dude that had an aquarium on his head? Like Luke James, it looked like a nice young man. He was well presented. He probably smelled nice, but you was like, nah, I'm gonna fuck with this nigga that's watching Gossip Girl with the big ass forehead. Oh did, did, did you did you forget your charger, nigga? What? And then he had trouble taking his shirt off, and she was like, "Come on!" Bruh, she chose to have sex with the most awkward ass dude, like Issa. You can't even hope. I forgot. I forgot what's awkward, mistress. Please, please remind me what TV show this is from. No, you can't even hold right. Oh, th that's from that's from Zola's story, the scripper story. Isn't it? Uh, Where she go? You can't even hold right. <laughs> that was oh man, I haven't heard that uh, podcast episode in a long time since we aired it. Right. Oh. Yo, we had post. Man. We had posted. We had posted Tasha. Well, Dre posted Tasha because you know Dre been waiting for this moment. Dre, Dre, them, Dre, Dre, them anchor Twitter women. They've been waiting for Lawrence to fuck up. Because they didn't say nothing when Issa was out here fucking up. Lawrence fucked up. They said, oh, that keyboard's got the typing. Yo, Team Lawrence. Lawrence Hive, y'all quiet tonight. They was, they've been they been cherishing this moment. They've been waiting for this moment since the show started. They've been waiting since season one for a dude to do some do some shit like this. But but Dre had posted the, the picture with the you a fuck nigga who think he a good dude. And somebody had commented, at that moment, I almost became Team Tasha. But fuck that. I hollered because she right. That shit. Like, man. Man, you know, <laughs> how is Molly turning into Issa? Issa turning into Molly. That's crazy. Yo, Molly out here declining, but listen, Molly. Listen, Molly. You getting your life together, but don't let this good man slip by. 
Uh-huh. He out here. That man listens to SZA. Wait, wait. The crusty lips. <laughs> ah. <laughs> he didn't even put, he didn't even put chapstick for the By the way, Lady Godiva loves chapstick. By the way, I'm just gonna throw that out there. We went to 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 Walgreens and Lady Godiva looked through like 50 million chapsticks before she found one. Her and your lips weren't even chapped. I'm, that would piss me off. I'm like this motherfucker looking for chapstick. Like her lips are just chapped. Your lips was not chapped that day. No, his was. I was. <laughs> she had to get this shot off. I tried, dog, I tried to save you, but she brought that shit back like, no, no, this ain't about me. It's about that crusty lip motherfucker. No, for real, did you see that? I don't know, I don't really, I, don't really, I ain't gonna lie to you, I don't really be looking at these dudes' lips. I don't be noticing shit like that. Oh, but look, I was trying to figure out what was wrong. <laughs> this is something that's awkward. And I, was, and I was like, oh, it's his lips. Man. But yo, you gotta take them, girl, you gotta take out it. Shit, like I said on Twitter, I want the Sizzler tickets. I already went to see Sizzler. You say you got a girl. Why you want me? Why you want me when you got a girl? I don't know. Yo, by the way, vote for Sizzler. Best new artist. MTV. Video Music Awards. MTV. VMA.MTV.com. Vote for her. Yo, somebody need to give us a radio show. But anyway, that ep- that was a good episode. Yeah, MTV still around. Oh shit, that go that bag. Yes, MTV <laughs> is still around. They're still, they're still. Yo, I'm watching MTV. MTV is playing right now. Fear Factor. Ludacris brought that back. It's doing good numbers. MTV, holler at us. We want to show. Uh, they ain't gonna holler at us because you, you, you done this one. Fuck MTV. Uh, we don't want the bag. Don't give us the bag. Long as I, long as our Apple bag clears, I'm good. But MTV. Shout out to y'all. They don't play music videos no more, I don't think. I don't know. I don't watch MTV in the morning, so I don't know. Do they play music videos in them? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't have cable. I don't know. Shit, nobody got cable nowadays because it's a waste of time. Shit, with Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, all that shit, man. You don't need cable no more. HBO. HBO. Yo, we be killing HBO. That's about the. That's our. That's ours right there, HBO. Because that's that's man, but anyway, anyway, we don't run up, we don't run to a random ass conversation. Shout to Issa, Lawrence, you got to get together, man, because you fucked up, you fucked up bad, and she burnt, she 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 ethered you, dude. You know how Jay Z got ether by knives. That shit was some ether. That was the ether. She said you a, you. She said you worse than a fuck nigga. You a fuck nigga that think he a good dude, a nice dude. I was like, whoo, shit, whoo. Lord have mercy, Tasha. <laughs> Not everybody I, trying to be on Team Tasha. Y'all went, all y'all ladies, all y'all ladies with dog and Team Tasha. Now, all y'all ladies with die and die, dog and Tasha. Now y'all trying to be on her team. <laughs> but y'all, she held it. I said, well, I'm glad she stood up for herself. But Lauren got to get together. I don't know what he gonna do, but he got to get together. Cause he's starting, right. to, he's starting to be just he, like you said, he just as cute. Him and Issa, no good. Right. I'm telling you, they're confused together, but they're separated. It's crazy. Donald Glover. <laughs> Donald Glover said that season two of Atlanta is almost ready and it's better than the first season. Oh man, you know, I heard that season three for uh, Insecure got approved. Yep, it got renewed. So 
Issa, you know, we ready for season three. We ready to be on season three. Yes, please. <laughs> that will be amazing. Amazing. Because <laughs> at this point, I, I'm on. At this point, I don't care who team you put me on because both of y'all confused. Both of y'all trashy confused. <laughs> Lawrence out here playing with Tasha Hart. Tasha thought she had a good man. Issa out here run. Yo, it's something to be said about this. Is that you know they be like for every every hurt man there's a woman that made him that way. Issa. The the phrase really is for every hurt woman there's a man that made her way that way. But I switched it. You know, Issa, you you made that you made Lawrence into a savage. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Lawrence, Lawrence, you roll for that shit. Let me. I'm jo I'm joking. Lawrence, Lawrence got you got he got to communicate better. He got to communicate. And Issa got to stop sleeping with people that got fish tanks for heads. <laughs> It's so big, like her sleeping with him offended me. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not even. To top it off, his name is Eddie. Eddie got a Eddie got a big ass head. Like Jesus, oh my. Man, his his head is bumpy as that name sounds. Eddie. I'm still stuck on the fact he said, "Can I?" He said, "Can I titty fuck you?" With what titties, my man? With what titties? Still, what what titties? Like I'm still, what would you, bro? Mm. She said I respectfully decline. <laughs> Bruh. they just all the way wild. That was, that's a good ass. That was the best episode this season thus far. That was the best episode. We got so much in that one episode. Oh man, right. you a fuck nigga. You worse than a fuck nigga. You a fuck nigga. Cause she stopped. Cause she had to think. She said you a fuck nigga. Wait, what? Then she said, wait. You worse than a fuck nigga. You a fuck nigga. That think he's nice dude. Oh. Like damn, gospel. The motto. And then Issa, even if the sex is whack, at least you can get some head. Like oh, well, oh my god, you can get a lot of head from that one. He can get you a lot of. Literally, you can get some head. Cause that's a big ass head. He was gonna head. He was gonna head, but your vagina. Like, how is he even gonna give you? See, how is you gonna get the head from him if his head is that big? He was gonna give you. He was gonna. He was gonna literally give you head, cause that's the only way his mouth gonna be able to touch your vagina with that big ass head. That forehead is gonna elevate him above your pussy. You be like, this is my, you gonna be telling your friend he was just he was just did this trick where he was just above he was just floating above my pussy. <laughs> Girl, how he did that? Then they gonna see his head. Oh, with that aquarium head, I see how. <laughs> but anyway, he did that too. And shout out to that actor, man. You gotta be very good. Shout out to him. I like I love I love your victorious. Uh -huh. <laughs> he can sing. He does sit and sing because good. He better grow some. He better grow some dreads because that head is too. That head is funny. That shit is. Oh my god, Lord have mercy. That's a that's an awkward ass shaped head. Awkward mercy. <laughs> awkward shaped head. Awkward sex, bruh. All right, man. Whoo. That was that was fun. Okay, okay. We got it. We got we got to come back down to earth. We gotta do the aqua bell. Okay. We we would pick two topics that we could just talk about all day on a topic right. heavy on a topic heavy episode. But yeah, okay, we're gonna move on. Okay. 
Oh, but before we move on, do anybody? Nobody on this show has has um, has protected sex. I know. Somebody, I, I thought I saw something like that. That somebody was like, "So we? That's all we doing now?" Like, <laughs> Tylee, said that um, yo, everybody just raw dogging on insecure, and I retweeted, and I was like, I guess this season is sponsored by Plan B. You know, insecure out here looking like it's sponsored by Plan B. Cause that's the way it looks. It's like ain't nobody, everybody just, ain't nobody wrapping it up, and everybody just raw in each other. <laughs> you don't know this nigga. You don't know that lady. But yeah, okay, okay. Anyway, let's get to the awkward mail. Awkward mail. Now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast, the awkward mail, where you send us questions or advice and we answer it. If you would like for your advice to be answered next week, like if you should have sex with a dude with an aquarium forehead, we can already give you the answer. That'll be no. But go ahead and send it anyway. That is jvars at planetofthesanquan.com. J-A-V-A-R-I-S at planetofthesanquan, S-A-N-Q-U-O-N.com. Or you can email Lady Godiva, but she's going to tell you again. Don't have sex with dudes with aquarium heads. Don't raw dog dudes with aquarium heads. But anyway, that is Kadir at wordsbyladyg.com. That is G-H-A-D-I-R at wordsbyladyg.com. What do we have today? We have two awkward meals today. Um, They're very short. Thank you very much. Okay, (laughs) so the first one is, why am I so bad at making new friends from Ashton? I have been having a bad time making new friends lately, and I don't understand how other people of my age do it so easily. I'm a 15-year-old boy, and I'm currently on vacation on an island with two friends, and before I came here, I thought it would be super fun, especially because I would make new friends and have new experiences. The days went by fast. It's almost over, and so far, nothing. Although I'm referring to the past two weeks, this constant concern has been stuck in my head for a year. Y'all seem like the best to ask for help. How can I start sporadic conversations with a stranger without looking weird? How do people do it so easily? Are Are there any tips I could use? Would you like to go first? Go ahead. I feel like you have something to say. <laughs> well, one thing you can do is you can knock on the person's door and be like, hey, you forgot your charger. And that's the that's the great opening. And then right there, you can go in and you can have your friend. But no, seriously, um, vacation friends are mostly the easiest people to become friends with because these people know nothing about you. So anything that you tell them, therefore, is true. I mean, nowadays, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't, so I'm not saying lie, but I'm just saying if, if you tell them something, right, and let's say you try to you try to talk to this person and it doesn't go the way you want to, you're never going to see this person ever again. So you go to the next person because of part of the conversation. But especially on vacation, you have the opportunity to just walk up to anybody and be like, hey, you know, me and my friends were on vacation here, especially if it's the island. Hey, do you know where it's some fun things to do here or blah, blah, blah? Like, could you, you know, could you help us out? Could you give us some advice? It's easier to make friends with people than you think. 
because you can just naturally gravitate towards some people that are in your area and just start talking to them. Like you just gotta be brave enough to talk to them. I know I'm a, I'm a social introvert, so I don't know why I'm telling people this, but you know, so I don't, so I don't, so if I need to make friends, I know how to make friends, but I try not to make friends because I try to stay away from humans because humans are shitty. But just, but just, just walk up to them and just start talking to them. Like, hey, what do y'all? So, what do people? Act, what do people do on this island? You know, we've been here for two weeks, and I want, you know, I really want to get a, the best experience out of it. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially walk up to a girl, then just be like, then she'll tell you like, blah blah blah, hey hey hey, you know this that and third, like, oh, you know, could you, you know, could you show, should, could you show, do, are you, are you busy right now? Cause you know, would you like to hang out today? You could show me around, blah blah blah, you know, we maybe get some lunch together. So you know, you can get you a little, you can get you a little island thing going. <laughs> get you some, get you some island. Oh man, yeah, Com- compliment somebody um, on something that you find that you like on them, whether it's a new haircut, you know, um, clothes that they're wearing, you know, shoes, whatever, like, or the way, you know, ask them um, how their day's going. Really, that kind of starts stuff, too. You ask them how their day's going. A lot of people nowadays, I find, that when I ask somebody how their day is going, they look at me like, what planet are you from? You really want to know how my day is going? Like, <laughs> Yo, Lady Godiva is the most friendliest person ever. Like, like I'm the mean, I'm I'm the mean, I'm the mean one of the podcast, and I'm nice, but I'm just the, in comparison, I'm the mean one because Lady Godiva, right? Will's in D.C. Lady Godiva knew the homeless man's name. Not only did she know the homeless man's name, she noticed he had a haircut, and she knew his everyday routine. That's how nice of a person Lady Godiva is. Lady Godiva knows the homeless person's name. By the way, how is he doing lately? He's doing good. I mean, compared to a few months ago, you know, when his birth mother passed away. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, Ashton, I thank you for emailing us, and I hope that helps. You know, it. It. it I know it feels like it's easier said than done, but really with things like that you know trying to make friends um don't change yourself if anything they will uh, you'll attract them with your uniqueness so yeah you could either um compliment somebody or like jesus shuttlesworth said ask around you know ask the locals like you know what are what are the nearest uh, attractions in the area or whatever that we can go to blah 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 so yeah, uh, good luck to you. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, and, um, please. Because again, <laughs> walk up to that door. Be like, hey, or you ain't got to walk up to the door. You could, actually, while we joking, that is that is a good icebreaker. You can walk up to somebody like, is this your charger? Because maybe they watch Insecure, so they'll get a good laugh out of it. Or if they don't watch Insecure, they'll be like, no. Like, oh, dang, I could have sworn. Because then, then you could just play out there. Like, I could have sworn this with your charger. Like, I seen you place it down. So I was like, I'm going to be nice and take this beautiful girl, her charger, Look, I'm telling you, it sounds like it, it's. I know it's like she says. It sounds easy. It's like it sounds easier said than done. But that you can slip into that. You can slip into the opening because she'll be like, she gonna start blushing. 
Like, so you sure it's not your charger? Because I, I can put it back in my pocket and I can take it. I can take it back with me because I live in the state. You say you from say you from the states. People people from other places love that. Like, yeah, you know, because I can take it back to the states with me, and then you're gonna be left without your charger, and then I don't have to give you my number. So you just have to call me, and you'll be calling me about your charger. And I'm like, I tried to give it to you, but you didn't want it. So you know, random conversations get the opening up for you to be more engaged in the actual conversation that you want to have you know what i'm saying so you know you can feel free to steal that just like feel free to steal that just like people on twitter right now stealing my peanut butter chocolate cake with kool-aid because i said that about because redbone because it's on redbone so i said i said peanut butter chocolate cake with kool-aid describing how rihanna was looking right so I'm scrolling down Instagram and I see somebody with the with that damn description of her. Mind you, we po- we posted I we posted the picture of Rihanna seven hours ago. You posted it two hours ago. So you you follow us up. Yeah, mm. give us give me some credit. I know I ain't write the lyrics, but God damn it, that was clever. I'm just saying, but nah, but nah, you're optimistic. So feel free to steal that line. It it it's gonna work for you. Just don't walk up. Just don't walk up to women with boyfriends, cause then you got to fight. Yeah, we don't have time for that. Yeah, don't be both. Don't don't steal my girl. Don't don't be that dude. Don't be don't be the fuck nigga. No, don't be the fuck nigga. That think he a nice dude. Just be a generally nice dude. <laughs> yep. Okay. So the second email is from my best dying from Heather. I'm losing somebody dear to me. To be honest, I'm not even sure what exactly is happening. All I know is that something is fucked up in her ha- her brain, and the docs are saying it's terminal. I've known her since second grade, about 20 years now, and I just don't know. How do I cope with this, guys? Just thinking about this entire situation, I can't fucking do it without breaking down, and I know that Hammer is going to fall eventually, but I just can't accept that for some ungodly reason. Um, ultimately, I'm broken. How do I fix myself up enough to be there for her? Oh my God, that just that just changed my whole mood. You want me to go first? Oh my god, that's crazy. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I, think, I got some. I got some advice because I had to deal with this type of situation. It wasn't my best friend or nothing, but I remember. It was, I hope it don't make me start getting emotional just thinking about it. My friend, her mother, her mother had cancer, and at the time, it was like in high school, and I remember her mom was like an amazing person, and she was always her mom believed in my dreams a lot, like a lot more, way more than uh, other people did. Like she fully believed that I was gonna be what I am in society. Well, be more than what I am, but she knew that it was come, it was gonna come. So I was, I was obviously, so I had a strong connection with this woman. Like she was basically like my second mom to me. So when she got diagnosed with cancer, she had like a couple of months to live. And I remember we all used to be breaking down, crying about it. So we got to a point where it was like this. I'm this. This helped me. I don't. I don't know where now they help you. So I'm just gonna say what helped me. What helped me was the aspect of crying does nothing. If you cry every day, every day that you cry is a day that you missed on this earth being spent with your friend. So while you're crying, you're missing out on the opportunity to spend one more moment with this person. 
because the tear, the tears, the tears are dry, and that person is still going away. You can, there's no amount, there's no crying, there's no crying amount that's going to keep this person from passing away. Like it's not, like it's nothing you can do as far as that. It's nothing you can physically do. Only thing you can do is to be there for that person. Because if you're feeling like shit, just imagine what that person's feeling like that's now knowing that their doomsday is coming. Like you say, it's going to happen unexpectedly. That person knows it's going to happen unexpectedly. That person probably goes to sleep every... She goes to sleep every night praying that that's not the night. She goes to sleep worried. So, I'm not... Again, I'm saying what I went through. You you got to be strong. You have to... You have to... It's going to be rough. It's going to be... You're going to... Like I, you're going to want to cry. You probably want to cry while listening to this. But you got to be like, fuck them tears. I'm going to enjoy for what it is. If I just have another day with her, I treasure that day. If it's another week, treasure every treasure every moment that you have with her. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be a month. At least if you spend 30 minutes with her, at least that's 30 minutes, she don't have to think about her immortality. Just be there. Just be there. Because if you're a wreck, just imagine how big of a wreck she is. And a lot of people are going to run away from this. Because I remember um, my friend's mom, like a lot of people abandoned her like it was like whatever like they didn't they wasn't there so they know they're going through the pain and they know it's there and they know they're going to pass so you don't need to bring it up you don't even have to speak of it ever again to her because she knows it's there something is there so just be there for her do things all that stuff y'all wanted to do do it like if she can you know whatever she wanted to do ask her what she wanted to do make a bucket list just be there and know that 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 you be you just being there is enough. You don't have to be superwoman. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to have any answers. Just be there in the moment. Just be there. That's all you have to do is be there for her. Right. Um, Heather, I'm sorry. You know, you're, you're, you and your friend are going through this. Um, I can only imagine how that feels. <clears throat> but, like Jesus Shuttlesworth said, you want to speak uh, positivity into her life right now as much as possible. Uh, love is healing, and as much as the doctors say it's terminal, you you never know because they're not God. So you don't know if that could be the case or it could be, you know, a miraculous um, day for the both of you. And they say, oh, it's, it's no longer there. Um, but anyways, in the meantime, you know, 20 years of friendship is a long time where you know what she likes and dislikes. So if you can come up with a scrapbook, make a scrapbook for her, um, write down the feeling, the good things that you love about her, um, and, and let her know about it. Um, you know, tell her your dreams and your goals and to kind of like, you know, get her to forget what she's feeling um, inside. You know, believe it or not, the higher um, or the more positivity you speak into her life, the higher her 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 soul and, and um, you know, will vibrate. So it'll at least make her smile, smile and cope with what she has. But, um, you know, unfortunately, you already know what to expect. You know that the the worst is expected, but you know for for the time being, just don't let it show. 
you know, if you can help it, don't don't let it show at all. Um, and, and make it full of good memories uh, while she's alive. And, you know, let her know how, how much she means to you. But, yeah. And shout out to her. And we'll keep her in our prayers. And uh, keep you in our prayers as well. Exactly. And we would like to thank y'all for checking out this week's episode of The Icon Minority. Be sure to follow us on all social media. You have a good evening. I love you all. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> Alright. Bye. Bye. Good night. Yeah.